0: The Dr. Taz show, the podcast, Dr. Taz, superwoman wellness. Here's Dr. Taz. Welcome back to the show. And I am so excited. You guys are listening to my hundredth episode of this show. This has been a labor of love for me, really wanting to spread the message that each of us are superwomen. We just need the tools to multitask, manage our lives as best as we can to keep us healthy and thriving. So in honor of this hundredth episode, joining me today is Elise Lunen. She's the chief content officer of Goop, the highly successful lifestyle platform founded by Gwyneth Paltrow dedicated to keeping its readership informed and inspired with tightly curated content and products. She was editorial director in 2016 and moved on to head of content in 2017. Prior to Goop, she was the editorial projects director of Condé Nast Traveler. She served as editor-at-large and ultimately deputy, deputy editor of Lucky, where her role included appearing on shows like Today, E!, Good Morning America, and The Early Show. I am thrilled to have her on my show. Welcome to the show, Elise.
1: Thank
0: you for having me. Well, I am honored to have you here. I'm a huge Goop fan, and I appeared on the Goop podcast recently as well and just love the mission and the purpose of Goop. I really want women, as I think all of you do, and as Goop does too, to be their best selves. Talk to me about how you became involved in Goop and how Goop's mission really came to be.
1: So I met Gwyneth when I I moved to L.A., um, in 2011, after I got married, I moved to work for a big internet company, knowing that I needed to start to understand what it meant to work online, if I wanted to sort of keep my existence <laughs> as an editor going. <laughs> right. um, I've, been at, I've been at Condé Nast for so long, and I felt like I was on the Titanic, and, um, you know, the orchestra was playing, and I just knew I needed to move on, so mm-hmm. I moved LA. And at that point, Gwyneth was still in London. I had a good friend who ultimately went to London to work with her. So I was following Goop. I'd already sort of, obviously I was aware of Goop, but I started following it when Britt was involved. And then when they both moved back to Los Angeles in 2013, I went over to meet with Gwyneth about, she just sort of had questions about how you scale editorial and particularly Mm -hmm. thinking it's an international brand. And We just talked for a really long time. I think I totally bored her when I was talking about (laughs) um, the technicalities of online, but um, we really hit it off, and ultimately, I went to work with her shortly thereafter. Um, And I think what was so exciting was that she had built Goop as this very simple, homespun newsletter. It was just a newsletter for a number of years before it was even a website. And she had this incredible engagement. And because she didn't grow up in magazines the way that I did, she mm-hmm. does everything. She thinks about everything as sort of a one-off story. And whereas I come from packaging and I'm like, how do you turn it into a rubric? How do you turn it into a template? Mm-hmm. How do you do like 80 of the same thing? Um, she doesn't work like that at all. And so I think that's sort of why one of the reasons Goop has its legs is that we didn't just sort of like – put it on auto drive from an early stage. It's always sort of a one-off. It's a lot more work, but uh, I think that's why it's so surprising and so different and continues to evolve. For all this it's time.
0: fascinating. I think for many of us, we've had to play catch up when it comes to online and trying to communicate online because we weren't really brought up that way. And, and much like Gwyneth, even I, like mm-hmm. it was just very mom and pop ish type, trying to put something together and just trying to, to move forward. But your success has been tremendous, right? We know that this brand is international. We know that women everywhere are tuning into Goop day in and out. So something you're doing is working. What do you think the hunger is from your audience. What what is it that you guys have tapped into that is making people want to return again and again and again to the brand for help? Is it something in society? Is it something with us as women today? What is what is Goop filling? What is what's going on that we need so much help, and you guys are there to provide mm-hmm. it, which is amazing.
1: I think that um, it's sort of all of those things that you mentioned. It's this void, sort of it's this void in terms of what traditional women's magazines have been providing. And it's also um, this echo chamber that I feel like women have felt for a long time with, with within their own sort of medical care. And I think it's, we provide this deep resonance of like listening to what women are mm-hmm. saying, hearing them, and then trying to come back with solutions from really interesting doctors and thinkers such as yourself. So, I think it's that I think it's, you know, I'm, I put myself in the same boat, even though my my dad is a wonderful doctor, and my mom's a nurse, I grew up in a medical family. I still was like, you guys, like, after I had my first, my first child, I had a, a very, very traditional OBGYN. He did a great job. Um I really love him. still. but after I had my first child, I went to him after six weeks of, you know, feeling like, mm-hmm. wow, there's no attention on me anymore. And he, I was like, I don't feel well. My child is sleeping through the night. I know I'm a parent, but there's something wrong. And he dismissed me. He essentially Smithed was like, you're fine. You're a new parent. Get over it. Like pull, put up, pu- pull up your big girl panties. And I wasn't fine. I was extremely anemic. Um, my B and D were exceptionally low, which I only found out because I went. I that pushed me to go and find a functional doctor who helped Mm -hmm. me and then i felt dramatically better like dramatically i think that's what's been so frustrating for women is we everyone knows what it's like to feel well and and so when you're you don't feel well you're like i i know i don't feel well stop telling me that there's nothing wrong with me um it is super frustrating yeah but that's that's the problem and so i think we sort of fill that void of all for all these women Some who have disease, who have autoimmune disease or cancer, or but but also for women who are like, I don't have a diagnosis code yet, but I know I am not well. Um, I mean, I hear this. I I hear this.
0: We work. Yeah, and I hear this like day in and day out. And in fact, my I was catching up with my sister over this weekend and. You know, she's very visibly ill to me, everything, some of the things that brought me into the field to begin with, with the loss of hair and all these other different things going on. And she's like, well, I went, I went to the doctor and they said, oh, it's just stress. You're in medical school. You're just stressed. That's all it is. And there's this concept, it actually, for everybody out there listening, It's called gaslighting. At least I don't know if you've heard of this or not, but when the modern system of medicine developed, which is back around the Renaissance time, so we're talking 1500, 1600 timeframe, it was patriarchal. Women's health issues were gaslit, meaning they were pushed off to the side, burned, basically not paid as much attention to. And that cultural sort of sort of thought is, has resonated through medicine up until today. It's still not where we are standing up and screaming and shouting that, that we're not doing the right things for women's health. And I know that's a personal passion of mine to really change that. I know it is for Goop as well. And I think that that is, I agree, that's what you guys have tapped into. We're over it. I think women are over right. it. They're right. over being gaslit and told, no, 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 you're, you're anxious, you're depressed, you're stressed, you're, you know, all these things that really are not the case. Where does good hope to go? Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, or you're hysterical, which comes
1: from like uh the women's reproductive rights, right? Like your that entire word and concept of hysteria um
0: yes. is
1: attached to like it's it's all part of the it is all part of the patriarchy and it's all this sort of like you have to prove that you're unwell before anyone takes you seriously rather than um, than anyone taking you seriously when you, when you first approach.
2: More with Dr. Taz coming up, but first I want to tell you about Kaya Biotics. Kaya Biotics are high quality probiotics designed to improve gut health. Now you want to feel good. You want to live your best life. I get it. But if your gut health isn't functioning properly, life can can be miserable. The gut and its impact on our physical and mental health has been underestimated for years, and that's where Kaya Biotics comes in. Probiotics that are exclusively certified organic and only include organic ingredients, a complete novelty for probiotics. Plus, it's easy to get the right probiotic for your needs with three different probiotic supplements. MultiBac strengthens digestive functions and your immune system. Candida Complex fights candida and yeast infections, and Body Plus helps with weight loss. And there's no unnecessary fillers, additives, or anti-caking agents, and Kaya Biotics are also vegan, GMO-free, and come in stomach acid-resistant, late-release capsules. So try Kaya Biotics. A treat for your gut. Choose the right organic probiotic formula for your body and save 25% off your first purchase by using the code Health at checkout at kayabiotics.com. That's K-A-Y-A-Biotics.com. Once again, save 25% off your first purchase by using the code Whole Health at Checkout at Kayabiotics.com. That's K-A-Y-A-Biotics.com. Now back to the Dr. Tash Show.
0: I wanna learn more, so you guys have touched a nerve. You have women all over the world turning to you for information and also for Mm -hmm. alternative ways of thinking what's next for Goop? Where do you guys hope to take this? What are you hoping for as you see this brand continue to evolve and develop? And what's its place kind of in this new discourse on women in general, when we talk women's empowerment, when we talk about being our best selves, when we talk about restructuring, Mm -hmm. you know, all these old patriarchal uh, models, like what's, where do you see Goop in that, in that dialogue, which I really see being pivotal over the next 20 to 30 years. What's Goop's role in that?
1: I think one of the, the primary things that we're talking about is sort of this idea of autonomy. So um, what we really want to do is remind our readers that they have autonomy over their health to a certain extent and that they can be really good advocates. And so a lot of the content that we do is really to help sort of prime women to be able to go into their own doctors and ask questions and have the confidence to push. I think the other thing that sort of this interesting dovetail that happens um, socially, and, and it even goes back to the formation of Goop and the sphere of the internet, right? Is mm-hmm. that women, and this is a, a generalization, of course, but that women are sort of like, oh, I don't know how to do this perfectly. Therefore, I don't really know how to do it. And so they ask for help. Men don't do that. Men are like, we'll just figure it out or bluff until we we will just bullshit our way. Right. And, um, and so I think that women, we never enter situations in which we don't have all the information with that much confidence. Um, And I think that what's partly been so frustrating is that when you ask questions, sometimes you're shut down or, or you don't know what questions to ask. And so I think that shuts women down. And so one of the missions, the critical missions of Goop is to make, women feel like it is absolutely within your right and it is okay to ask questions. And we do it ourselves and we get tons of backlash sort of on a, on a bigger scale. And hopefully we hope it models, like it's okay. We're, we're not going to shut up. We're going to keep asking questions and you too should keep asking questions. And if you are meeting so much resistance that like you're not making any progress in your doctor's office, like find another doctor who wants to listen. Um, so I think for us it's that and it's, and it's sort of across spheres. It's, it's medical, it's uh, social, it's emotional, it's psychological. It's this sort of like, let's understand the connected tissue of everything that's going on from like the, geopoli- the geopolitics
0: mm-hmm. to the food
1: industry and let's feel empowered to start to push for change.
0: I think it's amazing. And I really see, you know, when I kind of put my lens on to look forward, I mean, I really see a lot of old patriarchal systems crashing, burning, falling apart. And this very holistic view of the world, of politics, of women, of family, really kind of starting to take root over the next generation or so. And so I think that, you know, we need goop, (laughs) quite honestly, we need goop. Women need it. They need to have a place to turn to. Because as you like with any dissent, right, as you have the shifting and the rumbling, you're going to have the shooters and the shooters are going to be haters and they're going to say things and do things that will make us doubt ourselves. But I think we just always have to remember that that's the bigger vision and the bigger purpose. Top. You know, Goop has so many resources for women. I think that's why I'm so honored to be a part of it. There's the wellness platform. There's the podcast that you host. Mm-hmm. I believe you host it every Thursday and provide even more experts and information out to your audience. What other tools does Goop offer to its audience that, you know, maybe I'm not thinking about, but we really want everybody out there to know about?
1: Um, we have a magazine which just came out. Um, or I think it's actually out theoretically today, um, and that's really exciting. We have a book imprint. Um, we have obviously the site. We're working on some other um, content initiatives for other markets. I mean, really, what we're trying to do too is find is appeal to to people where what in whatever format they prefer. Does that make sense, like instead of taking yeah. all of the site content and repackaging it for the magazine, we're like, OK, let's like let's think about what a good magazine is. There's like it's really beautiful. There's fashion, um, which is a big part of our site as well. There's a lot of clean beauty stories because we um, are very adamant, as you know, and I know this is important to you as well, about pushing aggressively for more regulation around the personal care industry and getting. yes phthalates and parabens and all sorts of toxic stuff out of our skin care. Um, so the magazine also focuses on that. We actually have a story that's really riveting about, um, how African American women are exposed to far more, um, toxic chemicals in their personal care routines than yes, white women.
0: That.
1: And yeah. I and mean, then they've been tested, like when their, um, urine is tested, they have much higher, um, higher rate of these harmful chemicals
0: in their mm-hmm. system,
1: um, which is just has to stop. I mean, it's just it's out of it really control. Really does.
0: It's ridiculous. I mean, this is so, so there's so many great avenues for anyone, whether you like to read, whether you like to be online, whether you like to listen, whether you want a good hard print book in your hand to really understand the latest trends, the latest movements and thought and theory when it comes mm-hmm. to anything about being a woman. I really feel like. But I want to talk about this next issue because you guys are doing something fun here. So this next issue from my understanding is t- there's an issue <laughs> titled the ship that no one says, how in the world did that come yeah. about? And what can we expect in there? This is, this has got to be a fun issue.
1: It is fun. I mean, we try to in conceiving and thinking about the magazine, because it's a quarterly and there's sort of special issues. We try to think of them as, um, as like little capsules that are kind of themed, so that not everything is themed, but that, um, it, it feels like a cohesive magazine, almost like a book. Um, so the stories are everything from like the things that we keep in our bedside, um, tables to our chem, t- our, sorry, our chemtrails reel. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was both really funny and really surprising because that's, that sort of theoretically chemtrails are one of those, um, are one of those concepts I don't even know if you're aware of what they are but I'm like that's the that's crazy and then it's actually yeah, kind yeah. of <laughs> they don't sound as crazy as as I thought that they were we actually do have the technology to control the weather um so that's surprising that was surprising that's even to me funny. um yeah. I know but it's a funny story and then um we there's a story about like how um how much deception there is in food labels, even when we think we're yes. making good choices, a story about midlife crises and women. I feel like there's, um, that's obviously studied a lot or talked about a lot within, with men, but I feel like a lot of women similarly sort of have these, mm-hmm. um, midlife crises. And then we did a story also on divorce, which I know people are really curious about our perspective on.
0: Yeah, I can't so, wait to get my hands yeah. on that. I'm curious to see what you say. I think that's such a, a life changing event for women. Some of the fun quotes uh, in this particular issue, guys, is "shit that no one says." <laughs> it's in the, this is the third issue of the Goop magazine, which I love, <laughs> by the way. The previous issues that have come out. So Gwyneth says, "An intimate relationship is a study in everything that's wrong with you. Think about it." <laughs> it's like, okay, that's. <laughs> fascinating. I'm like, I'm going to have to not tell my husband about that. So he has extra points on me, but anyhow. Um, but then I do like this one that I agree with as well. I I'm in complete agreement here because this is exactly how I felt. Turning 40. This is also from Gwyneth, by the way. Turning 40 is awesome. Something amazing happens. I liken it to a software upgrade. All of a sudden, you are somehow just you. You have a level of easy self-acceptance that comes into play. You can maximize this upgrade by paying attention to it following its subtle instructions on letting go, speaking your mind, and being with integrity. I could not agree more. That's from Gwyneth in this particular issue. And there are all kinds of great, great quotes. You have Drew Barrymore in there. You have Lisa Bonet in there. A lot of the women that we love and we followed over the years talking about things that well affect us. It's so exciting. When does that issue come out or is it already on stands?
1: I think it comes out officially today.
0: Oh, okay. There you go. Make sure you guys go check it out.
1: I already have it.
0: Yeah. Go check it out. It's really beautiful. Fantastic. So what's next for Goop? What's next for you? What are you hoping for? It's give us a little glimpse maybe into the future.
1: So we are doing our first international in Goop Health. We're going to Vancouver in October. Um, you, as you know, you've participated in one in yeah, New York, so, so they're amazing. a really exciting day. Yeah, we're opening a store in London at the end of the month as well, which is really exciting. And so it's our first, um, we, we launched in Canada now, we're launching in Europe. Um, and we're looking to, again, like take group Health internationally and sort of do it from the perspective of other cultures to some parts of the world are far more advanced in some ways than the United States is. And yes. yeah, like just, we're doing more pop-ups. We're trying to come to more local markets. We're trying to, we want to do live podcast events. We want, um, we want to just get out even more into the community because every time we do an event like in Deep Health, it's so incredibly energizing. It's so fun to meet readers. It is incredible to talk to them and to hear how, wise, how educated, how smart, how cool they are. Um, So anything that we can do to sort of create deeper connections within the community, that's what we're really wanting to do.
0: That is amazing. And I've been to the Ingoop Health event in New York, and it was full of energy, full of just this vibrating frequency is probably the only way I can describe it, of so many people that are like-minded, on the same path, bonding together. I met people there that I still keep in touch with today. It's, it's life-changing. So if you haven't been to one of those events, I strongly encourage you guys to to check it out. It's such a great way to begin your mission back to you. Elise, thank you so much. Is there anything you really want to make sure everybody dials into over the next few weeks before I leave you um, when it comes to all things Goop?
1: Well, we have some really um, good podcasts coming up that I'm excited about. For those of you who have kids or those of you who were problem kids yourself as a child, Mm -hmm. definitely tune in on Thursday to this guy, Joe Newman. He's incredible. We also have Brian Stevenson coming up if you're not familiar with him. Desmond Tutu and Nicholas Kristoff call him America's wow. Nelson Mandela. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, and I, um, there are a few more special surprises. It's our 10 year anniversary on September 25th. So oh we have some good things coming. I know.
0: Amazing. Crazy. So much going on in the world of goop. Uh, I encourage everyone to jump in and get involved. They're changing the world and we're changing it for the better for women. So get involved, jump in, join this tribe. It is so fulfilling to be a part of it. And as we're all in the journey to really be our best selves and find our mission, this is a resource. I talk all the time about finding the tools, the resources to help you get to you get to your purpose, your mission, your passion, so that you can do what you're meant to do in the world. And I also talk a lot about all of us joining together. We all have a light. And as women, I know for a fact, I feel it in my soul that we can change the world. So this is such an amazing platform. Join Goop, so many different ways to get involved. And Elise. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being with me for my hundredth episode of the Superwoman Show. I love it. I know. I love it. I just, if you can see me, like my cheeks are like super swollen and big. I'm just so thrilled to have you on here. But, But thank you very much. And for everybody else, continue to be the best person you can be. Use all the tools and resources that are now available, which is so exciting. And until next time, we'll see you then.